The word bonita means beautiful, but it's also a synonym for love. My name is Viviani Aires. I am a licensed esthetician, massage therapist, makeup artist, wellness practitioner, and the founder of Viviani Aires Skin Wellness Facial Studio here in Philadelphia. Today and always, I invite you to be bonita. When you are surrounded by community and encouragement, I believe that you can truly become and embody the beauty that is already inside of you, no matter your age or background. My hope is that this podcast will be that community and encouragement for each and every listener. Get comfortable, Bonita, because with a little help from industry experts, we are going to share one-of-a-kind conversations about skincare, self-care practices, wellness, and so much more that will leave you feeling overwhelmed with self-confidence, self-awareness, and self-acceptance, and most importantly, powerful. So together, let's be bonita. All right, so here we are. My first podcast, I have my wonderful, beautiful friend, (laughs) soul sister, a fellow entrepreneur. I'm so excited to have her in my first podcast because she's so inspiring. And I just wanted to share with the world a little bit about this woman, Ali Bradley. Give a round of applause. (laughs) I want to introduce you you as this badass meditation coach, Pilates instructor, teacher. She has a lot of things going on in her studio down in Floritown, which is a beautiful studio called Sanctuary Wellness Studio. So tell us a little bit about your practice, your business, a little bit about you so they have a sense of who you are, because I know exactly who you are. So I want to share, share you with the world. Yeah, thank you so much for your introduction, Viviani. This means so much to me. That was beautiful. And I feel the same about you. And we'll get into that. So my name is Allie Bradley, as Viviani has introduced me as. And I own a wellness studio right outside of Philadelphia. And it's called the Sanctuary Wellness. Um, We offer everything from yoga, Pilates, bar classes, so intuitive movement classes, and then a lot of workshops that are both journaling-based, meditation-based, sound healing based, all sorts of ways to connect the inner world and the spiritual world with your body. Um, And we also have an infrared light sauna and a little wellness boutique to shop. And it's just, it's, it feels just like the most, the most aligned soul aligned business that I've ever known was possible for myself. And For me, it really feels like a healing center, Mm -hmm. a healing center for people to move through physically what is stuck in their body and really level up their life and just really release and clear space to take up space and to embody their fullest self. So that's really my mission, especially for women. That is kind of the short and sweet of what the sanctuary is. I love it. And I feel all of that when I'm there. So I am so grateful that you created the space for women because we technically, we just don't know how to create this space for ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We hold space for everybody else, but not for ourselves. Yeah. So I am honored to be your friend. I'm honored to watch your your growth and the community that you're building, that is growing every time I go into your physical space and uh, witnessing this beautiful retreat this week, this past weekend, it was like mind blowing. So hopefully we're going to have that more often, right? Ali? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Roxana already messaged me about having tarot workshops on a monthly basis, starting on Sundays, which will be amazing. If, if you're listening and tarot is something that intrigues you, or maybe you practice, you are invited for free, actually, to just come be with us at the studio. Awesome. <laughs> and learn a little bit. So that's going to be really fun. More on that to come. But that's sort of the thing that I, for so long, I didn't know how to make a fitness studio, a spiritual place too. It's like the two, the two energies sometimes can kind of like contrast, especially since people really went, especially with like intense cardio classes, because we once offered spin at my, my studio, it kind of felt like a lot of people that were attracted to that movement were wearing a watch and calculating their calorie burn and really into losing weight or getting that burn in. And that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that, but it seems like a different type of person than someone that would really kind of be ready for this next level of healing. And so we rebranded the studio this July. Gosh, it's now October. And as we're recording this, it's October, 2022. And we rebranded in July, but my brand had been an eight-year-old brand. So it was, it was quite a, quite a transition. So what made you make this transition? I think that is, that's a great way to lead into, you know, my next question. What inspired you to start this or rebrand this, your business? What, what was the thing that inspired you to be like, you know what, I need to be authentic to my purpose, how I feel in my heart. What was that? It's kind of funny because like when I look back on old pictures of, I, you know, I once owned a brand called Chestnut Hill Cycle Fitness, which Chestnut Hill is part of Philadelphia. And we were primarily a spin studio for eight years that offered bar classes and other classes. But I've always been, you know, even since I was 12 years old, I've, especially as I became later in my teen years, a sage burning crystal carrying person. I just have always been really connected to the elements and I've always loved astrology. And I really kind of have always been very connected to spirit. And so for me in those classes, all my clients knew I was going to have a little mini meditation to end spin. And I was always bringing my tarot cards over into my classes. And I already was bringing that energetic side of myself into the fitness studio. And so I had always kind of called, it's so funny when I looked back on photos of the studio, like in 2014 and 15, I was calling it the same, like a sanctuary for people. So Mm. it always was the intentional safe space for people to come to. And, but I wasn't sure who I was yet. I was still growing up. I was still learning a lot about myself. I still loved high intensity classes. I still really connected with the calorie burning, the movement, the crazy high energy, intense movement. And a part of me still liked to punish myself. Like I still wanted my workouts to feel like, oh, wow. Like I just, I just burned a thousand calories. Like I still was stuck in that sort of, I didn't realize that that's going to come, but feeling good is the intention. So I wasn't really there yet. And I think once we got into a new space right before the pandemic, I had, you know, I'd worked for about 
seven and a half years at trying to get my credit up and trying to, I never borrowed. I never took out a loan. I never had an investor. So for me, everything was cash funded. And I had finally gotten the credit score that I needed to qualify for a loan to get into a bigger space and actually play on a competitive level with other studios in the area and be more of a, what I would have considered like a professional studio. Before that, I was like running classes in a basement. It was cute and people were great for wanting to come. It was very mom and pop, but it also left a little room for me to feel embarrassed sometimes because I would see these like beautiful, shiny studios opening up state of the art. And I just, I wasn't there. I was, you know, a 26, 27 year old having run it since I was 23. And I, I just didn't have the credit or the capacity for that yet. So finally, when we did embark on that journey, when I did get to the studio that we're currently in, um, we opened 11 days before the shutdown. Mm. So our grand opening literally was like a week and a half before the government shut down of the pandemic in 2020. So that was like soul shattering. And I went numb. I didn't actually even process it. I just immediately rented out all the bikes. I'd gotten a U-Haul and I took them to my top clients' houses that wanted to rent it. I charged them all $189 a month, right? 22 bikes. I didn't even keep one for myself. I like taught classes from my laptop, just speaking, like we're speaking right now, just saying, go, go, go. And, you know, motivating. Wow. And all of a sudden I realized that my brain had been in such a state of like survival for so long, even before mm-hmm. the pandemic, just mm-hmm. trying to get the business to that level, to that level that I had never really given myself the space to come down from that and like tap into deeper breath, tap into slower mm-hmm. movement that might actually release some parts of this trauma. I had never really let myself go there. And to me, I had always felt like Pilates and yoga. Those were other women. Those were dancer women or tall, long, lean women. And I just didn't fit that. So I never really understood that I needed that until the pandemic. And then I started to practice breath work, meditation, slower movement. I got certified to teach Pilates. I started to teach a class that I felt I needed. And that class was a movement that is challenging and fiery, but you're breathing your way through it. You're doing it at your own speed. It's accessible to anybody, in my opinion. And you are, you are releasing so much baggage through that breath, through the music. The music is like sensational, whether it's hip hop or whether it's like Tulum drumming beats, whether it's like Odessa, it doesn't matter. It's just like this, like beautiful release and coming home to yourself and just like tapping back into your body and where you're at right now. And for me, I just, I never, I never knew that that was possible with this go, go, go. And this, you know, hustle culture. And I decided then that after trying to operate post pandemic, we made it through, you know, but barely like by the skin of my teeth, we were able to have classes in the parking lot. Once I brought the bikes back for two years, I remember last, even last winter, the winter of 2022 was like really hard. It was, I wasn't seeing clients come in. We had Omicron. It was another wave of coronavirus. And I just wasn't able to really make it. You know, we were, we were not doing well. And I had to ask myself those like really hard questions. Like, do you think that this business is something that you want to keep running? And funny enough, it was like all the answers actually were no. Like, I got to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. This is like so much trauma in my body and so much that I had taken on by myself over the years. And I finally, and it's so funny, Viv, because in our culture, you know, we both know as entrepreneurs that a lot of people want to hear an entrepreneur say, 
it's do or die. It's everything or nothing. You have to keep going. And it was like, I had always been that yeah. woman to say that. Like, and I just, I didn't know who I was anymore. Cause I wasn't feeling that anymore. I was feeling like I was saying to my dad, like hard conversations. Like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm going to survive this. And I think it was at that time last winter that like, I realized like, I need a sanctuary. Like I need to like go somewhere where I don't have to just like out hustle this. I don't have to perform for everybody all the time. I don't have to make it through a pandemic and get out of debt alive. I can just go into this space where like, I'm okay with who I am and in this space of just like healing. And and that's what I needed more than ever. And so it came to me that like, boom, I don't know if I want to keep running this cycle studio and this intense studio. I think what I want to run is a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. I think what I want to offer, because I need it, it's like a mirror. It's like, I want to offer a sanctuary to primarily women, but, but of course men are welcome and they do attend our classes and teach for us and stuff. But I just, it was in me to say, okay, enough. And I want, I want this space to be impactful in deeper ways than I could ever imagine. So that is what happened. Ultimately, you created space for yourself. And we were talking about practicing self-love so others can love you the way you deserve. Meaning we all go through those experiences to learn how to tap into our own selves. And, And the challenges there are there to really show you or us, that anything is possible when you truly trust the process of life. And at that time, in the middle of that struggle, we always think about like, why me? Why now? Yeah. (laughs) Right. But instead of like, okay, what is the lesson that I need to learn in order for me to move forward or express Mm -hmm. the full version of myself? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So we are getting there now because we are work, we're doing the work and the work yes. never ends. Right. So there are different levels of experiences that we go through. And, and it's very easy to to stay on that victim mode because it requires much more courage to get out of there. So that's why a lot of people choose to stay there. You, and that's one of the reasons why I freaking love you because I can see myself in you. As an immigrant, when I came to this country, I had to build an identity, like forget how you feel, forget who you are. You need to make sure you survive here because we're not going back. That is not an option. Wow. Right? To go back. Because my family depend on me. I always wanted to, to do better. Better meaning opportunities are better outside of Brazil. But for me to leave my family and come into this country, was, it was major. But for me, because I was what? I was 25. It was exciting to actually live my dream. I always wanted to come to U.S., you know, <laughs> speak the language to, to, I grew up watching Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Like I wanted to be a model. I wanted to be like her, especially as a woman of color Yes, from another culture. Right. So I played sports in high school. So I played volleyball. So I grew up watching the Olympics. So this thing about the American culture, like you can do anything it was a part of me. And so the opportunity for me to, to come to U.S. was a dream of mine. And then now I'm here and now I'm going to live it up. And one thing that I've noticed right away is that I need to master the language in order for people to respect me. So 
I had to go through that fake it until you make it for years, for years to the point that I lost myself to the point that I'm like, what is going, who am I? What is my purpose? I was kind of detached to, to who I truly am. And that is because of these challenges that we have in life, that they are there for a reason. But when you start meeting people like yourself, like Roxana, like Hava, other beautiful, Astasi, like you see that we all have these common threads where yeah, being there before, here's what I got out, you know, how I got out of this situation. And then you're like, wait a minute. It's not because I am a phony. It's not because I'm not being authentic. It was necessary for that phase of my life. Yes. Yes. Now let me get back to what is important to me right now. The different versions of yourself too, like just learning how to understand that, like, you know, Viviani at 2016, 2017 is not the same Viviani right now. It's not allowing yourself to just like notice that those versions, those past versions of you are still very worthy. They're still very, you know, they're in the mix still. You've just outgrown that shell. You're onto a new shell. And I agree with you. Like the, I love what you said about the victimhood, because I feel like that's a mentality that has become an identity for me from past versions of me, like past versions of me were victims. Mm-hmm. Like, like I had gone through a lot with my family and my mom and an alcoholic mom and, you know, losing a sibling to addiction. Like the past version of me very was uh, very much was a victim at times, but that doesn't mean that I have to stay there forever. And like you said, you don't have to stay as that younger version of you who felt like she needed to prove something to everyone. That was just a time period of your life. What would you say to the little Allie? She's 10 years old, 15 years old. What would you tell her just based on what you know right now about yourself? Oh, I think I would probably have to start by saying like, you're safe you know, you're so safe. I didn't always feel safe. So I'd have to start by saying, you're going to make it out of this. Like everything that's happening to you is going to, you're going to be, you're going to be okay. And you're safe. Um, I would have to say too, that you have so much purpose beyond all the, like, I was not confident. I was really, really like, so, so I had so much insecurity. I couldn't get out of bed. I barely graduated high school. I didn't like being around people. I was, I had just a lot to work through. So I would say that the qualities that were inside of me at that time that I was suppressing was like my vulnerability, my deep emotions, and all those qualities that I was afraid to show the world at that young age were going to be the best qualities about myself one day. Like those were going to be the things that are going to allow so many women to heal. They're going to be my superpowers. So I probably would have told myself that. Like I would have said, don't be afraid of how vulnerable or emotional you are because one day (laughs) your community is going to really need that part of you to, to jumpstart themselves. And that is another thing that I admire about you because what essentially what you're doing, you giving permission to other women to be vulnerable as well. I feel that it's a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Because you constantly do that in your, in your classes. And again, like at times we don't, we don't know how to express these emotions, Mm -hmm. especially vulnerability, because you don't want or you think that you you don't want to look weak. So you just suppress that thing, not knowing that is giving you the pain, the discomfort, the stress, the headaches, you know? So you are creating the perfect, beautiful, safe healing space to women, just like yourself, myself, to just be transparent and vulnerable 
and it's okay. And there is beauty and there is grace and oh, there, yeah. there is power in it. And so you're hosting this space and you're holding the space for these women. And when you share your journey, when you share what inspires you to open that door every day, guess what? The abundance is going to keep coming to you, my friend. So do not worry <laughs> from you. this point on, we are on a whole nother level. We're on a fifth dimension, girl. Fifth dimension. <laughs> we are in a fifth dimension. I feel that. I feel that. A big thing too, as a community leader, and I think you understand this, is that I can't ask for what I'm not willing to offer. Like I can't ask for women to come find me as come find the space and make that their sanctuary and show up and be vulnerable and do the scary stuff. If I'm not willing to first start doing that myself. And I wish a lot of other instructors knew that, that like, if they're not willing to breathe loudly and be themselves and be just really their fullest self, your audience, your crowd, your crew, they're not going to be able to either. And the people can't find you. It's almost like seeing like your, um, I always think of it like your, if you were a Wi-Fi signal, your Wi-Fi is off if you're not being your fullest self and your crew can't access you. Like the people that need you, they can't come to you. But, but that's frequency, right? It's real. Yeah. So you attract who you are. We are vibrational. Yeah. And again, like the stories that you had shared with me, the dream that you dream that you envision for the sanctuary is already taking place. (laughs) I've witnessed this weekend, you know, like, like things that you have mentioned about it, like what, six weeks ago, it's already manifesting, you know, because you are in, you are within your power where you're bringing all these pieces together or this beautiful puzzle that you're putting together. It's already happening, my friend. Oh, thank you, Viv. I know it really is. It's already happening. So, so let's let's have a little <laughs> fun. So, if you could put anything on a t-shirt, what would you put in that t-shirt? It's like three things. So, one thing that is probably the thing that I would put if everybody could see this t-shirt, it would say you are worthy. Mm. Just so everyone who you come into contact with understands that they are innately worthy and it's not based on, it's just based on nothing. It's not based on your age, your appearance. You're all, every person is worthy of anything that they want. We're, we're vibrational beings and they can, they can manifest whatever reality they want at any age, at any race, at any part of their lives, at any place. I know it's hard because not everyone has access to that thinking right now, but I would want to share that with the world if I could. But the other thing I would love to share too, is just take up space. Like not everyone would know what that meant either, but take up space, like be all of you, be your max capacity, be all of you. And then the people that will make space for that are the right people. That's what my share would say. Damn girl. You're so, <laughs> you're so deep. No, that's beautiful. I, and I think every, every issue start starts with the idea of not being good enough. Yeah. Right. So because of our our experiences in childhood, because of our experience in high school or even toxic, you know, relationships late in life. It, it's a work that it takes time and it takes a lot of uh, compassion, self-compassion to get to, to, to a space where we are like, you know what, I deserve this to the point that we're setting, you know, the boundaries that we were yeah. talking about yesterday. I don't need... Uh, to get your validation, to love myself. Mm -hmm. It's freeing when you get to that space. 
right? I'm happy and content with myself to the point that I say no to events, people, things. You know, we were talking about the things that we were addicted to mm-hmm. in order to kind of fulfill that void. Yeah. That sense of, you know, unworthiness. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, right? Yeah. So we kind of go party hard, we shop hard, we we just judging, yeah, judging, judging people around us because we don't have those things. And then when you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I don't need those things to love myself. I don't need to do these things to, you know, drink a lot, eat a lot, whatever in excess. I don't need those things to suppress what is really going on. Absolutely. And like, for me, take up space also just means like you were saying, like when you, if you think about like on an atomic level, right. And not everyone will Mm -hmm. get this, but molecules are always moving inside of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, this inside the Mm -hmm. leaves on the plant next Mm -hmm. to me, inside of the desk that I'm sitting at, everything's always moving on a vibrational level and everything needs the space to be able to really take the pressure off you included, like your brain, it needs space. And people don't give themselves the space to be their fullest self because they clutter the space to make themselves feel safe with over-identifying as one personality, having all these titles, having to say yes to everyone, having to be that person that they don't even feel aligned with, having to do this, having to do that, judging others, eating the food that they don't feel aligned with, drinking the things they don't feel aligned with. And suddenly it's like all the space is taken up with a lot of no's, right? And no yeses. And it's like that t-shirt is like, you deserve to have clear space around you so that you can say yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And choose what it is that you want instead of, having all your space taken up with all that pressure, you know? And that, that was a big thing for me. I, I think like three weeks ago, I think I told you this, like a switch flipped. I remember you said we were at dinner and you're like, your energy is different. A, a switch flipped in me. I, I'm done. I really am done with the old alley. It's like, I was standing in my kitchen and I was like kind of having a fight with my, not a fight with my partner, but like we were texting and I misunderstood something. And he's just amazing because he always says, I'm not going to take part in that reality. Cause that's not really what's happening. Mm. So when you're ready to come Whoa. back over here, I'll meet you here. <laughs> and I realized, oh my God, I'm creating my own suffering. Like I'm creating my own illusion. And I do that all the time, right? With the business, like I create it all the time. I always say like, there's problems with this and this and this, and there could be, but like, they're they're nothing that I need to like get so upset over and so attached to. And the reality all of a sudden hit me. It was like, I am living my life in victim mode. I'm always suffering, right? I keep telling the story and perpetuating it. I'm saying it to everyone. Oh, I'm suffering. I'm having such a hard time. And it's like, I became addicted to it. And I, and my brain for sure on a medical level, it only knew the train tracks only knew how to go that one loop. They were going that loop my whole life since I was a little kid. And I knew that I wasn't going to shift that right away, but I knew that like, for now I'm going to keep working every day of my life, every moment to come back to, I'm happy. I'm safe right now. There's no lying chasing me right now. I'm okay. I'm abundant. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm magnetic. I'm this, I'm that. And it's like taking the thoughts that I used to think the fearful thoughts and just rerouting them. And I'm doing it every moment. Like I feel myself all the time. Like my brain wants me because it remembers that loop. It wants to pull me back into it. And I just keep saying, nope, nope, nope. So that's, it's really, it's a lot of work that we do, but it's great work. It's, it's, it's worth it. And you know, the, the beautiful thing about witnessing people like yourself, myself, and others is that we are doing the work and we can also 
you we get the feedback from others saying, you know, you you different. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Like you 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 just different. You you look different. <laughs> you look more radiant yeah. or you're calmer. The, around this time of the month, you'll be acting like a crazy <laughs> cuckoo, yeah. you know? But because of the work, it's like, okay, wait a minute. All right, I'm about to give you the answer f- out of my head. So when we are doing the work, it's like, okay, I need three seconds to just take a breath because it's not even worth it to do the ego dance right now because I'm going to hurt you. And that's not my intention. Yeah. That's a really powerful tool to be able to give that space to yourself to say this old reaction pattern. It doesn't work anymore. It hurts everybody. I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause and take some space. Yeah. Or you ask and you ask for the space. I need some space right now. And then we can get back to this discussion if you still want to talk about it. The same, not only with your partner, but anybody that you're constantly engaging. Um, And that's the way that you are demanding respect. We were talking about that yesterday. Demanding respect. You have to respect my space, my time, because I am telling you, there's no misunderstanding here. I'm being very clear. Yeah. And you respect your space and time. So you're teaching me how to respect you by what you're vibrating at, by what you're releasing, right? Like you can't get someone to respect you if you don't respect yourself. So I, yeah, I love that so much. So my t-shirt will, I would put like, you are Bonita. You are Bonita. I okay. know I love the slogan. I love the slogan, be Bonita, yeah. but yeah. you are, you already are. Yeah. Because I think like for, 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 for myself, like the Be Bonita project, which is name of name, this podcast, the Be Bonita podcast is, is the, the, the journey, right. Is the unfoldment of, of you and the beauty that is within you already. And it looks like, how can I take care of my self better, my self better so I can feel confident, I can feel beautiful, I can feel powerful and be vulnerable at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the be becoming the beauty that you already are is this journey that you and I are going through, right? Is to stay curious about, hey, they are these these parts of myself. I'm actually celebrating them because it led me to this day, mm-hmm. moment in time, mm-hmm. right? The, the contrast, they were there to lead me here where I can tell this story, share the story with grace and pride that another woman is going through right now. And I see that in my practice where women, they, they coming in with aging parents, loved ones dying, they are going through a divorce or just working mothers overworked, health practitioners overworked, and they come in and they're like exhausted and empty. And they go into, this is my life. And it's like, no, this is not your life. This is just, it's temporarily. Like you have to go through these things, but you're strong enough to stay there and making sure you have to take care of yourself so you can keep giving more to mm-hmm. others, right? Mm-hmm. And so there is strength there. I love that. And so I can see women that have been coming to me, they are going through stress, but they are not 
self-deprecating no. right they're they're like Viv I hear you I'm falling asleep because I'm tired but I I hear you in a in my in my in my head like no make sure you take care of your skin tonight do not fall asleep <laughs> without doing your skincare because it's all about really like peeling off the layers of your day stress there, you are getting in touch with yourself when you do when you do something that feels good. It feels good, right? Right. Right. To cleanse your skin, to apply mm. a serum, to massage your face, to experience an aroma that leaves you. Oh my gosh, I'm home. Oh, I love I'm that safe. Feeling. I'm relaxed. You know. Yes. So the the whole thing about be bonitas to becoming that beauty that is within you is not outside of you and it's a feeling it's a feeling yeah I could not agree I could not beautiful agree. beauty is a feeling mm. is a feeling when you look into nature and you're like god you're so freaking awesome look at that freaking tree look at that butterfly but you are the one judging the beauty so it's coming from somewhere so you're beho- you're the beholder right you are the one Right. So how can I look at myself and say, I'm beautiful? That is not an overnight thing. Mm, it's no. a lot. It's a lifetime work. And that's what I, my intention and my mission with this podcast is to share women like you, Ali, you know, your journey, inspire other women to be badass, brave, to get out of, you know, what they think is safe for them. Yeah. And it's, it's based in fear. Oh, right? yeah. Yep. But yep. you know what? Let me, let me take a leap of faith because this time is the right time. But before you do that, do get to know who you are and get to know the woman that is becoming without the stories, without the, I'll say without the stories, because at the end of the day, we all giving reasoning of why we don't do things without the judgment. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So I share my journey. You share your journey. Now we spark something within one woman done. Here's, here's, (laughs) here's a mission. One, we got one, we got two. (laughs) And so yeah. So that's I why I was like, so you know what? The Bibonita actually has been, I got the Bibonita.com 2011. Wow. I had a blog. I have every, I created a product line and everything. You didn't know that. I did yet. not know that. No, I did not. So, oh my yeah, gosh. So Bibonita is a, it's a long time coming. Bibonita, yeah. But even that, like Bibonita was me. I was creating something for myself, as I was talking to my therapist since, you know, sessions ago, and she's like, ultimately you creating a space for yourself, just like what you did. <laughs> just like you the know? sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way. Like I want to be, I want to give the voice to the voiceless, meaning women that can express how they really feel about themselves and how they want to feel about themselves. They feel at that moment and it's easy because you're going to tell everybody how horrible you are, how lazy how you, you are, right. how, how you have bad habits and da, da, all this self, you know, judgment and feeling guilty. And that was me at one point in, in, in my life. And 
through the work of therapy, through the work of mindfulness, through the work of plant medicine, through the work of having the right people around me, it allowed me to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, those things happen in my life, but that doesn't define who I am. I truly am because I'm an extension of God's creation. Therefore, I need to to really just stop living from survival mode and really thrive through life. And you deserve it. And so be bonita is becoming that beauty. And how do you become you every day through your practices? You become more comfortable under your skin, mm. which projects the beauty, the magnetism that we talk about it, right? Mm-hmm where people are attracted to you because you're just comfortable with yourself, (laughs) right? Yeah. Cozy. Yes, 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 yes. And it's an inside, it is an inside project that radiates outside of yourself. And as a work in progress, (sighs) there's no ending to this situation. No, we'll be doing this till we, till we leave earth. Sometimes go to another, another dimension. Yep. Or back or back as a butterfly, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what, let me give you a word and I want you to feel the blank. Beauty is. My first instinct is to say that beauty is how you can treat someone, how you treat someone that can do nothing for you, Mm. how you treat someone who's treated Mm. you the worst. That to me is beauty because I think our collective agreement of what beauty was a dated version of it is like this, like objective, you know, what, what our culture, what our society sees the beauty is. And it's always external. It's always external. But I always read that quote. That's like, beauty is how you treat people. Beauty, like beauty is defined by who you are in your kindness. But to me, like you were saying, it's not an overnight thing. Like someone who feels horrible about themselves is not going out and treating everyone with the utmost grace and kindness that it radiates from the inside. And similar to yourself and what your mission is, we have, we, we very much share the same mission in life, which is to give women and ourselves the tools to create an inner world of Mm -hmm. sanctuary, of beauty, of giving ourselves all the things that we need and not feeling selfish about it. Like really, really letting women know that they are sacred, that they're beautiful, that they are, Mm -hmm. that nothing that you could possibly do for yourself when it comes to wellness and giving back to yourself is selfish. Like none of it, like you have to get women out of this conditioning that they can't spend money on themselves, that they can't take time for themselves. All of it just goes back to you being a better, more beautiful, more sacred, more, you know, whole version of yourself. And then you take that home to your kids, or you take that home to your coworkers, to, you know, the people who work, you work with every day, to your friends, to your family, to your partner, it it radiates outward. So yes, it was originally how you treat people, but now I'm thinking, you know, you only treat people as beautiful as you feel and you have to start within for that. So that's, that's my definition. I love it. Love it. Love it. We can talk all day, mama. We, I'm proud of us though. For I know. On. We're boom, on, on point. So here's the last so question. Yes. I'm curious. Da, 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 da. What are the newest product in your skincare stash? Okay. Well, this is not, I promise you that this is not a plug for Viviani. <laughs> The Marini multi-acid resurfacing pads 
by mm -hmm. Jan Marini. They are carried. Viviani carries them. Viviani wanted me to get these and I did. And they are absolutely for me personally, I have pigmentation in my skin. I, I have, I've always have. And when I get sun, they come out in my cheeks and on my forehead. And as I age, you know, they get harder and harder to disappear. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these make my skin immediately. And I'm not just saying this, they really, I've never, um, I've never dabbled in resurfacing pads or like, I've never done any acids on my face. Mm -hmm. I do this twice a week. So it's not something that I do all the time. I leave it on for 10 minutes after my shower, after a double cleanse. And then I, and then I just moisturize the hell out of my face and I'm ready to go. So I would say these are like my favorite for Right now, this is like my favorite thing. Now that we're getting the weather's getting cooler, we're no longer in the sun as much. These are just, these are really good for bringing that radiant glow back into your face. I'm looking at your skin yesterday. I was like, girl, <laughs> what's going on? But even the pigmentation. So Ali has this beautiful skin and, and Ali's background, she's Latina. Her mom is Colombian or descent. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, uh, descent. Right, exactly. And Hungarian. So you, you have... She has all of that. Plus she's, you know, Colombian. She has that trait as well. So she's, a, she's considered, you're considered a woman of color just based on the melanin content with your eye color, um, your hair. So the melasma is very, it's very common and, and, and lighter complexion, uh, women of color. And is a, it is a, a pigmentation condition that is triggered by sun, triggered by heat, triggered by hormones. Mm. So women develop like that pregnancy mask, yeah. which is melasma, forehead, cheeks. Some women, they are on their birth control. They have that kind of mustache, yeah. like that shadow. So that is a birth control. Anything that is, or even women in their perimenopausal, menopausal phase that are taking um, hormonal therapy, mm. they do develop, you know, kind of melasma uh, because of that, because it's a hormone induced pigmentation. But yeah, so I, I got Ali using this particular, which is actually one of my, my favorite products from Gemarini. Love that thing. It's like crack oh, for me. It's so good. <laughs> so, but I have noticed your skin has transformed using the pads, but then you're getting facials mm -hmm. and, and you're doing gua sha as well, right? I How do often are you doing gua sha? Uh, yeah. I try, I do it every day now, <laughs> every day, last two weeks though, just for the last two okay. weeks, I've been doing it every day and I don't go crazy. I think a lot of people think that they need hours on their skin. Like I just do like maybe mm -hmm. five minutes in the morning and I just yeah. do what I yeah. can. It doesn't have to be perfect. And another thing is, I think that women need to know that like, they don't have to use a hundred products and keep switching them oh, out. Girl, all the I'm time. so glad you mentioned that. It's so hard for your skin to regulate itself when you're always adding in new products constantly. It's not fair either for yourself, your budget or your skin to not just mm -hmm. give things a chance mm -hmm. to really just like find a routine that works for you. Work. Listen to someone yeah. like yourself, Viviani, who has experience with, with all types, with every type of skin and really mm -hmm. let someone guide you on what will, what will, what will be best for you. And then really stick to it and not, unfortunately we live in a world right now where we see on Instagram and on social media, clickbait everywhere. There's influencers that are trying to push every single product. And it's easy for women, I think, especially to say, oh my God, now I need this vitamin C serum. Oh no, now I need this brand. And then this brand, and then my favorite influencer uses those pads or that just do what's best for your skin. Listen to someone who knows your skin, trust them and give it six months to a year. 
That's my opinion. So that's what I'm, I also, I'm so glad that you touched this point because I, I feel like even my clients that they, they've been coming to me six months, a year, I get screenshots, random screenshots of products that they're like, do I need this? <laughs> and I'm like, you already have that, sweetie. What, why do you think you need this? Oh, because um, my hyperpigmentation is taking too, too much time to fade and whatever. That hyperpigmentation didn't just, was born like yesterday. That's damage that are coming up to the surface. So you got to be patient. And one thing that you said that I, I agree 100% and I keep saying to my clients, the secret of a healthy looking skin is consistency, simplicity, and discipline. So you're not going to see any results. You're going to get the glow. You're going to get the smoothness within like five to 10 days, but to really, really, really notice a a more even complexion is going to take a little while. It takes at least six weeks for you to, to start noticing a difference. What I also encourage my clients to do is to take a picture Mm of their skin, like in a natural lighting and just put it aside and then revisit six weeks later Mm. to see the transformation, right? Because it's going to take some time. But what I, what I, I, I tell my clients to do is stop focusing on the problem. Yeah. Acne scarring, hyperpigmentation, fine lines and wrinkles. I want you to celebrate how your skin is transforming, right? <laughs> yeah. It's looking healthier. Yes. That journey that we talk about it. I know it's not easy for some women who have, you know, who are dealing with acne or who are dealing with my current problems you in know, their skin. It's so frustrating. And I've seen how deep that can be and how hard that can be for people. And I know you've seen it more than, more than much more than me, but you're right. It's like energy flows where attention goes. And if you're always focused on the problem, it's really hard to the body to connect with the healing message, yes, right? With the heal. Oh, that's so real. Yes. And I believe that. I really believe that if you're not connecting with like the healing and the process of glowing up literally and being bonita, then you're not really allowing yourself to, uh, to really get the most out of that healing process. Absolutely. So for me, like it's all about having that conversation because at the end of the day, I'm not here to add more noise to the noise. I want to cut through the noise and get your attention to understand that it's a journey. And going back to what you're saying, you don't need 10 different steps like Korean skincare. Like we don't have time for that, right? It's like 10 steps for for what? Your skin needs to be hydrated, has to be exfoliated or stimulated, and it has to be protected. That's, that's the three essential steps. Now you have different products for different purpose, but you need to understand that the skin is also reflecting what's going mm. on the inside. Stress is a trigger. Absolutely. Medication is a trigger, right? Poor nutrition is a trigger to give that kind of dullness or the pigmentation that become more pronounced when the skin is very dry. So you have to check in with yourself. And that's what I do with my clients. Like first time clients, I walk them through the process, but I ask them if they are on medication, if they're taking supplements, Mm -hmm. what they do, because for example, healthcare professionals, nurses, they have crazy schedules, Mm -hmm. overnight schedules. 
So their their sleep cycle is all the over the place. Though, so most of them are breaking out. They are super dry. The skin, it's lifeless. And then when we adjust on, okay, make sure you drink enough water. Make sure you use this particular moisturizer while you're working because it's richer. It's more conditioning. So I'm always adjusting with their lifestyle. But I also remind them that, for example, my nurse, nurse clients, oh, Viv, but I, I can't drink too much water because I have to run and do this and this and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but guess what, mama, you cannot keep driving with an no. empty tank because you're going, it's going to, sh- the, that car right there, your body is going to shut down if you don't do the essential, which is water. This comes back to taking care of your body on the inside too. You know, it's a bit, that's half of the process, if not more. Inside and out. Thank you for that advice. (laughs) Absolutely. Girl, we need, we need to go because we got things to do and people to see. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming in and and sharing your grace with us in my first episode Podcast. Doing Thank big you, things. Mama. Thank this, you this so much. It's going to help women. Yes. Everywhere. I'm confident about that. Yes. Thank you Thank for having you. me. I'm honored. Yeah. So, how can my bonitas find you? Share with us. Ooh, okay. On Instagram, you can find me at underscore Allie Bradley. That's my personal Instagram account, but I do post my like online workouts because I do have an online workout platform. So if you're someone who can't Mm -hmm. make it into the studio, you can find me on Instagram and then you can click the link in my bio and you'll see my online workout classes. So that's it. Or you can go to www.vhx.com slash the sanctuary, and it'll take you to my online platform. Also, you can go to the sanctuary wellness.com studio. So the sanctuary wellness dot studio is going to take you to our website for the studio where you can see our upcoming schedule. You can also access our online workout classes from there. Um, which I really do highly recommend. Like if you're at home and you only have 10 minutes, I have videos for you that are going to give you that breath work with the movement that is just going to clear out your system. It's going to make you feel so strong and good and empowered in your body and so connected. And that's a big part of being Lonita. And then um, you can also see uh, on on Instagram at at the Sanctuary Studio is an Instagram, our Instagram handle. So find us and connect with me. And thank you so much, Viv. Oh, sweetie, thank you so much. You have a lovely day. And Bonitas, I'll see you on the next episode. Ciao. All right, Bonita. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Be Bonita podcast. I hope you're leaving our time together feeling more confident. Keep the conversation going and connect with me on Instagram at VivianiAidesSkin and on my website at www.VivianiAidesSkinWellness.com and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Ciao.